What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course And it's actually not just another episode It is the season finale of season one Which is crazy Like, I, I know this is so cliche But it feels like just yesterday uh, a younger Dramos was uh, prepping for his first episode with his parents and and trying to make it as uh, you know unawkward as as possible. But man, it's 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 a beautiful thing. So much has happened. We've grown so much since then. So it's it, it's amazing. I'm I'm so grateful for it. If y'all heard uh, the last episode that I did, that was probably a, a bit of a better send off i did a, a, a like a year kind of recap and, and lessons learned from this first year of the podcast uh and, and definitely got to shout out a, a couple of our listeners which i really love to, to to be able to do so check that out if you haven't already of course it's thursday so it means it's time for our thursday trends episode now i was supposed to have a guest today and i always try to keep it real with y'all they legitimately just flaked on me uh literally right when we were supposed to be recording i got an email or a dm that they couldn't do it and then a bunch of excuses for not being able to do it later on in the day so i'm flying solo which is perfectly fine for me i think it's a fitting way to end season one with me flying solo on some of these stories especially because we got some juicy ones today we'll talk about you know when it comes to the nonsense that's been going on we're obviously going to talk about our boy donnie getting raided by the fbi so we'll, we'll talk about that uh, we'll talk about 
Juan de Vasquez, former governor of Puerto Rico, being arrested by the FBI. So busy week for the FBI. I also want to get into some of this Hollywood news because there's been a lot of backlash over uh, a certain white actor getting casted as Fidel Castro. So we'll talk about that and I'll get y'all's perspective on that for our Ask a Gringo segment. And then I also just want to talk about when it comes to the Mi Gente segment of the show, some good news in regards to, man, the, the terrible shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas in May. There is at least some some good news happening right now in relation to that. So we'll get into all that. First, let's start with the nonsense, as we always do, doing a deep dive in a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say a lot for the people in the back. First, I just wanted to take a, a second to to bask in in a moment that uh, has, at the very least, provided lots and lots of, of entertainment and laughter for uh, for many of us out there. Now, of course, I am talking about the human cheese doodle that is our former president, Donald J. Trump, getting raided by the FBI now. Of course, old Donnie is uh, is claiming that he's being attacked by the, the Democrats, you know, and uh, and you have Republicans all over the place, uh, you know, yelling out defund the FBI. Right. And, and of course, this is a, a different talking point than when uh, Hillary Clinton was accused of having, uh, you know, deleted emails. Right. At that point, they were all about the FBI doing investigations. They were totally fine with it. It was cool at that point. But no, not our not our buddy Donnie. No, he, he's perfect. He can't ever do anything wrong. Right. So this must mean that the entire FBI ha- has been overcome by by radical lefties. Right. And the DOJ, everybody just needs to be put in the trash and, and prosecuted. Right. And it's funny to me real quick what I will say on this. How quickly we go against this notion of defend the blue line, right? Everybody's like, you know, blue lives matter, right? But that is until January 6th happens or until uh, our buddy Donnie gets raided for doing some shady, shady stuff. Allegedly, of course, we'll see what happens. Now, Donald Trump is, in fact, under investigation. They raided his Mar-a-Lago estate uh, over potential confidential documents, classified documents that he may have taken from the White House and brought with him back home to Florida. Now, of course, this is all alleged. We are waiting to see if this produces any anything of substance. And and to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not holding my my breath on this. Uh, our buddy Donnie seems to be pretty bulletproof and, and nobody seems to be able to get much on him or, or hold him accountable for the atrocities that he does commit. But I will say this does provide me some hope that maybe we'll get back to a place where people begin to begin, where people are are getting held accountable for their actions, right? You know, where where nobody is above the law. And I've seen people saying, what a precedent it sets. I'm clutching my pearls, a former president. We should all be scared that the FBI is taking this much power. No, we should all be scared to think that we might live in a country where somebody thinks they are, in fact, above the law and can do whatever they want just because of their job title. This, in fact, is a rebalancing of the scales, proving that nobody is above the law as it should be. Now, that's my little quick two cents on that. And outside of, of our favorite 
human cheese doodle Donald Trump and his corruption. Sadly, the corruption goes further than just mainland United States and, and unfortunately goes to my ancestry in Puerto Rico, where the FBI, they have been, man, apparently earning them checks these last couple of weeks because uh, they paid a visit to another former government official and uh, on the island of Puerto Rico this time. Man, now this person is former governor Wanda Vasquez, right? And and she is the person who took over for another uh, essentially criminal, Ricky Rosselló, right? Who, who had to disgracefully resign from his position in office, right? Now, we were hoping this was going to be an improvement. Unfortunately, it was not. And she ended up actually getting voted out. But now, this same human being, former governor, Wanda Vasquez has actually been arrested by the FBI on bribery charges that were connected to the financing of her 2020 campaign. And this is all, of course, according to the U.S. Justice Department. Now, they're saying that Vasquez allegedly received more than $300,000 from two businessmen to finance political consultants during her campaign. And and this is according to Stephen Muldrow, who's the U.S. attorney for the District of Puerto Rico. And, and he told reporters all of this juicy information as they locked Wanda's ass up in jail. Right now, Vasquez and others have been charged with conspiracy, federal programs, bribery and honest services, wire fraud. The ex-governor who was named in three of seven counts in this indictment faces up to 20 years in prison. If convicted now, of course, even shady ass criminals deserve their their day in court. Right. So we're going to wait and see what happens. She is currently pleading not guilty. But come on now where there is smoke, there is fire. And, and obviously this this affects me on a personal level. Right. Being being Puerto Rican and my family coming from there. I have a great deal of pride for Puerto Rico and and I have a great deal of love for the island and it's it's somewhere that I would love to man be spending far more time at and, and hopefully you know in the in the sometime near future I get to maybe plant some roots there in some sort of way but when I hear things like this I get angered on on so many different levels first and foremost because this is what what you get what's going to happen white people see this on TV and they're going to be like see these corrupt countries over here, you know, they can't even uh, keep a, a a governor straight over there. They're all stealing money. That's why they need us, right? That's why we should sell off the island. And obviously, that's all nonsense. Once again, as we see Donald Trump himself, former president, being raided by the FBI. And man, we have uh, what active congressmen uh, who are being investigated for sex trafficking, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the slew of things goes on, right? And Donald Trump is actually also being investigated in the state of New York for shady business practices, which is completely separate from, from what happened with the FBI, right? And he played the fifth on, on uh, his deposition, by the way. I want to throw that in there, right? You know, he's, an, he's an innocent man, but doesn't want to answer questions, right? Something seems off about that. Anyway, this is, this is what, what goes through my mind, though, when I hear things like this happening in Puerto Rico, because 
I, I, I know the backlash is going to come. It's going to come about us being some sort of uncivilized people who are corrupt, you know, and we can't uh, be trusted to run our own country or this is why we can't become a state because of the corruption, right? The poverty and all this, this, you know, nonsense that we hear from people who essentially are, are trying to mask their racism for this quote unquote alien race that uh, was defined decades ago by the, the court that the, the Puerto Rican people are an alien race who cannot be uh, assimilated into American culture. That's actually real statements from a court. Look it up now outside of it bothering me because of the public opinion of it all. I think when when I hear stories like this one with with Wanda Vasquez, it it angers me on a level also because you see the needs of your people. You see them suffering. You you see what they've gone through after a, a monumental hurricane just ripped through the island. And many people are still trying to find their footing, right? You have people being, uh, you know, priced out of, of, of their homes because of gentrification. And, and instead of doing the, the right thing, what, what you are, are supposed to do as an elected official, and more importantly, as a human being, as, as a Puerto Rican yourself, you know, instead of doing right by these people and trying to fix the woes of the island, you're instead taking kickbacks from businessmen who obviously do not give a damn about the people. And that's what's so incredibly frustrating and downright scary when when I think about politicians and and them having a lack of moral compass. Right. And and I think it's it's par for the course here in, in the States. I think many people have gotten so detached from the idea of, of truly having a, a culture that I don't expect people to to be you know having their their moral compass guided by them wanting to do the will of the, the people that reside in their community right i've lost that hope for for the majority of american politicians but again when you go to somewhere like like puerto rico where there is so much pride and and such an amazing and vibrant community of people that that men are are just trying to to do better and and have been given such a terrible you know hand by the colonizers that are the United States. Yet when you get in a position to help the people, you can't help but line your damn pockets at their expense. And it's so infuriating and it's so damn scary to think that this is is what's going on. And, and listen, she's not the first. There have been other people who have been members of, of that same government who have been arrested for, for similar charges. And she won't be the last. And it's just crazy to me how you can be from this place and and see all that these people are going through and and say you know what the hell with it i i just want the almighty dollar in my life and obviously we're cut from a different cloth so i could never possibly understand the mindset that goes into selling your own people out but man i can i can truly feel the the disgust brewing inside of me when i think about these terrible human beings who turn their back on their own people and it's it's absolutely sickening. Now, let's move over to something, I don't want to say a bit lighter, because it's still BS at the end of the day, but it's in the world of, of entertainment. Let's have a conversation about James Franco being casted to play Fidel Castro in a new movie. Now, obviously, this has raised all kinds of backlash, right? Like, James Franco, Fidel Castro. And the obvious question is, all of the Latin actors out there, and you're going to go with James 
Franco. Yeah, it goes to show you Hollywood has not come quite as far as we as we would have hoped it would, right? And then you have people like John Leguizamo, who has been a long advocate for the role of Latinos in Hollywood and has spoken openly about how he felt like he sort of had to hide his 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 Latinness almost in order to get bookings, right? And he and he talked about certain actors in Hollywood who felt that they had to change their names to to have less sounding Latino names so that they can get the big roles and the big awards, right? But John Leguizamo talking about this specifically says, quote, how is this still going on? How is Hollywood excluding us but stealing our narratives as well? No more appropriation. Hollywood and streamers boycott. This effed up. Plus, seriously difficult story to tell without aggrandizement, which would be wrong. I don't got a problem with Franco, but he ain't Latino. And I think that that's perfectly, perfectly said. And I know a lot of people are now going to bring up, well, what about Scarface, Al Pacino? He wasn't, he wasn't a Latino. And look how great that turned out. Sure, Al Pacino wasn't a Latino. Scarface is a legendary movie. But it also was during a time when Latinos were not getting the leading role in blockbuster movies, right? So you want to go back to a, a time when equality didn't exist, essentially, right? And no, I'm not saying let's go retroactively cancel Scarface and cancel, cancel Al Pacino, right? I'm not saying that. But if it's 2022 and we've had open dialogue and open discussions about this being a problem in Hollywood, why is it still happening? That is what the issue is. And a lot of people fail to realize that. We're not talking about the past here. I'm not calling it once again for the cancellation of something in the past. We're talking about an issue that has been discussed, that has been recognized, that many people in Hollywood have pretended to care about and to, to you know, uh, acknowledge. Yet this is still happening. And listen, I understand that it is a slippery slope where this is called acting, right? And and it's a it's a movie, right? And it's a and it, it, it begs the question of where does the line sort of stop, right? Does every single person playing a role have to actually live the lifestyle that they are playing, right? And I understand, you know, those, those questions. And I think there is some merit there. And we have to be careful to not have an overcorrection. But in this case, when you're talking about somebody who was such a, a big figure in Latin culture, for all the wrong reasons, obviously, but still a monumental figure in so many people's lives. You'd want somebody who can have a real appreciation for that culture playing the role, right? To me, that's how you do it with respect, especially telling a story as difficult as the one of Fidel Castro. All of the, the people whose lives were uprooted and ruined because of this man it is a, a part of a very dark history in this world. And I understand the, the need to, to tell this story. But again, it has to be told with some sort of grace and, and some sort of respect, right? And listen, Hollywood has, has been continuously disappointing us uh, as, as of, man, forever, right? But, but as of late, it, it just seems like it's getting a bit worse. Like they don't even give a damn, right? Let's talk quickly about HBO Max canceling some Latin shows as they prepare for their merger with Discovery, right? And a lot of people have been up in arms about this because 
it felt like the first shows and, and even movies to go were the Latin stories, right? Gordita Chronicles canceled. And then the big one that came here because of the dollar amount that was invested in this movie was Batgirl, which was, go which was played by Leslie Grace, right? And again, people feeling like Latin leads, stories that are having Latin leads and Latin stories are the first ones to be axed, right? And there's a pretty good point there, especially when you look at Batgirl. Batgirl is a $90 million movie that they invested, and they are literally going to trash it. How crazy is that to even think of? And, and the, the excuses that we've been hearing, you know, from, from many of the executives is saying that they don't believe that this was a film that was intended to be put out on the big screen because many people said, well, why not just release it in theaters, give it a theatrical release? And to them, they said, oh, this isn't a, a big enough movie that was made for theaters. Hmm. AKA, you don't think that a Latina leading a, a superhero movie could produce the big numbers that you're hoping for. And instead, you would rather take the $90 million hit and just write it off in your taxes. <sighs> Once again, make it make sense, people. Please. Hollywood, once again, just proving it does not believe in Latin stories. It doesn't believe that stories led by Latinos can be profitable. And they would even rather take a, a hit of $90 million than, than take the risk of, of putting it out in, in theaters. Goes to show how much they think of us. All right, so I, I know we've been tackling a lot of heavy, heavy stuff today. Let's uh, let's talk about some positivity. Let's shift gears and and talk about man, somebody from our community who uh, had some some great news happen to them after suffering through a, a tragedy just two months ago. So we'll talk about that in our Mihente segment. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Now you have a 10-year-old survivor of the Rob Elementary Massacre named Maya Zamora, and she's actually been released from the hospital after more than two months of intensive care. Man, two months for this 10-year-old. Now, Maya, who underwent multiple surgeries during her time in the hospital, is the last victim to be released from the hospital. And I want to reiterate, this shooting happened back in May, right? So for, for two months, this poor girl has been sitting in a hospital bed trying to recover from this terrible, terrible event. Now, with that in mind, in addition to getting released from the hospital, I believe this, this story has also brought out the good in people, right? Because they posted an, an update on the GoFundMe page that they had originally created for Maya, right? And this was made by her family. And they've actually raised more than $110,000 for Maya's medical expenses. And the family actually wrote, quote, the long road includes numerous surgeries Maya had undergone, future surgeries she may require, future hospital and doctor's visits, mental health slash trauma treatment, amongst other things, end quote. Now, obviously, we live in a world where, unfortunately, this young girl is going to have to go through all of those things that her family mentioned. But on the positive side of things, she has now a life ahead of her, which sadly, many of her classmates and their families can't say the same, right? So this is a blessing. This young girl was able to survive such a horrific incident and, and is now going on with her life. And I have to commend everybody who contributed to this GoFundMe and showed that humanity still does exist in this world. And again, that the power does fall in the hands of the people if we organize, which is something I'm always, always pushing when it comes to not allowing yourself to feel frustrated or down about the state of the world. Now, if we can get the people in charge to actually create some real policy change that protects people like Maya from potentially going through circumstances like they did in the shooting, that would be the, the real solution here. But in the meantime, I have to salute the people who are helping out and doing their part 
to to making this young girl's life just a bit easier uh, these days. So shout out to everybody who, who donated. You guys are real heroes. All right, y'all. So now we got the the good stuff out of the way. You know, we got the positive story to kind of bring us all together. Let's uh, let's talk about one of these trending topics that I got into. Specifically, we'll talk about James Franco playing Fidel Castro. I want to get y'all's take for our Ask a Gringo segment. Ask a Gringo. Uh, I have a question. All right, y'all. So I, I kind of knew what I was going to get when it came to this one right here. Uh, but I, I wanted to see y'all's take. I, I simply asked, what are your thoughts on James Franco being cast as Fidel Castro? I'm going to read a few of the responses that I got here. I got some passionate ones. At Maritza.m04 simply said, no, no, and no. And I got to respect that. I got to respect the the simplicity. No explanation needed. It's just, it's a no for her. At Marcel. 031588 says makes zero sense, but this is nothing new in Hollywood. It's all whitewashed. And man, somebody else speaking some facts here on the show today. I mean, this is what we expect from Hollywood, right? As much as we hope that things are moving in the right direction, and, and in some ways we've we've seen it, they are often quick to pull the rug out from under us, right? Right when we're kind of letting our guard down, or maybe all the attention isn't on them, they just go back to basically being Hollywood, you know, and and elevating white faces and not feeling like our stories or us as leads can can, you know, uh, bring success to them. Right. We're seen as one dimensional oftentimes for many of these clueless Hollywood executives. And this is just another example of that. And also, side note, it's it's an example of them not understanding the magnitude of the story that they're trying to tell here. Right. That's I think the the most problematic thing, you know, you this is a, a huge figure, you know, obviously for for negative for for so many people, but still somebody who played a huge role in a lot of people's lives. And it needs to be treated with respect if you're going to go as far as to tell his story or some sort of semblance of his story. At a Bjork. This one just made me uh, literally laugh out loud. They hate us because they ain't us. And not ain't us, but like anus, like butt, like a n u s, like a butthole. So, I, listen, I'm 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 like you know uh, maybe I'm I'm a bit evolved when it comes to spirituality and it to a degree and maybe how I see life. But at the same time, I still have my my teenager sense of humor, and I'm always down for a good like fart joke or or butt joke. I, I just you know I don't think you ever grow out of that as a as a young man. At Kyle Will Media, this will be the last one I read here uh, that we have time for today. He says, um, that's a very serious role. Is the backlash that he's not Cuban? If so, I get it. However, if he nails the part and really embodies Fidel, it could be fire. God knows Viola did a horrible job as Michelle Obama. And and listen, I, I think, um, you know, this, this goes beyond just the capacity to play the role. And, and listen, we're all allowed to have a, a differing opinion. Um, you know, I, I, I think, again, it is a slippery slope when you start, you know, sort of like policing who can play what role. And, and then is it really even acting anymore at that point? Right. And I, I do understand that. I just think there are certain figures that have such a huge meaning to certain cultures that the stories are incredibly delicate. And if you're interested in in honoring that culture. And 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 more than just, you know, 
obviously money is always going to be the key for this type of stuff. The intention is to make money. But if you're also simultaneously trying to do right by those people whose story you're, you're telling, I, again, I think you have to really handle this with care and and not being cognizant enough to understand the magnitude of a figure like Fidel Castro um, and, and sort of just cast him to some big name white actor, uh, I, I think is a little bit insensitive to the figure of, of Fidel Castro and the effect that he's had on so many people's lives, you know. But again, it's all it's all opinion. We're all allowed to, to have our own take on this. Uh, it seems like most of you are generally on the same page that that I am when it comes to this one. Now, thank you all so much for participating at DJ Dramos on Instagram. I'll be doing this again in season two for you to be a part of the show. And also, if you're not following me yet, give it a follow so you can stay tuned on, on all that's going on with the, the show moving forward. Again, we have a couple weeks off. So, um, you know, just stay up with me so we can uh, we can stay in contact in between. Now, with that said, let's uh, kind of tie everything we talked about today in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So... When things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. 
Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Time for conclusion All right, y'all. So, man, Trump going Trump. We know that at the end of the day, it's it's ironic that he's being investigated for multiple things. And and again, I want to point out the hypocrisy of like the idea that we have to just listen to the police, right? People were posting memes that I thought were really effective where they were just talking about how before when it was like Black Lives Matter stuff, people were like, well, just uh, cooperate with the police and you won't have any problems, right? And now it's like Trump's playing the fifth and now we need to defund the FBI and, and you know, now they're all crooked and, and they're, you know, looking to uh, take advantage of the everyday person right now. All of a sudden, law enforcement is bad. And it's just ironic, you know, uh, that that, uh, that they have no problem just being such hypocrites uh, in, in the public. It's crazy to me and their fan, their base obviously doesn't give a shit. So uh, here we are. But we'll, we'll see what happens with this uh, whole story. I'm not holding my breath. Unfortunately, nothing seems to stick to our buddy Donnie. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, with this. Well, I'll definitely, be, I'll definitely be following, though. When it comes to Juan de Vasquez with Puerto Rico, just a trash individual who has no problem selling her people up the river to, uh, you know, put some money in her pocket. And those are the worst kinds of people. Those are disgusting people. And I don't understand it. You know, I, I, I really, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't because I, I would hope that when you got into office at one point you were doing it to enact some sort of change. And man, I, I don't know. Absolutely just terrible. And, uh, you know, anybody that wants to point the finger at, at Puerto Rico and say, you know, oh, there's so much corruption over there and this or any other Latin American country. Once again, just look at what's happening here in the United States, the quote unquote greatest country in the world. Uh, and then, um, man, when it comes to Hollywood, I think we talked about this at nauseum at this point, but my, my final take on it is is just reiterating the figure that Fidel Castro is for the Latin community, particularly Cubans, and and the sensitivity that it goes around somebody like him. You know, um, to me, if you had people in positions of power behind the scenes who really were of the culture, they would, you know, understand the gravity of of a film like this and casting it, and I think would you know, try and do right by the people. But again, Hollywood, like one of y'all said earlier, is uh, all about whitewashing. So it's not a not a surprise here, you know. So here we go. James Franco as uh, as Fidel Castro. And last thing, the the positive story, we talked about the young girl who who got to go home from, from the hospital after surviving the, the terrible shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Maya Zamora, just, uh, you know, her life is never going to be the same, unfortunately. But at least she's she's been given the gift of more time here on this earth and her family gets to, you know, enjoy enjoy her, you know, and, and see her get to, to grow up. And sadly, so many other families who are, you know, her her classmates, they, they don't have that same opportunity. So there's a blessing there. And man, just a salute to everybody that helped them raise that $100,000 plus for uh, her medical expenses and everything like that. Like, again, I, I reiterate this all the time, but man, we the people, so much power in our hands if we could just organize you know we can we can help each other out so much and this is just another beautiful example of that and with all the negativity going on in the world and 
the nonsense happening. You know, stories like this one, you know, help redeem some of that faith that is is really hard to come by, uh, you know, in today's world. Now, with that said, man, we are coming to the end here of season one. And I don't know why I'm feeling so sentimental about this. I mean, obviously, I'm feeling sentimental about this. I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, uh, dumb down my feelings over here. But let's be real. This podcast changed my life. And and uh, I, I can't be more grateful for everybody that's been a part of it, you know, from the iHeart team to Michael Duda and more than anything, y'all who have been listening to this and, and it's just been growing and the DMs I've been getting and the feedback and it's just been so, so fucking empowering, man. And uh, I'm, I'm just so, so grateful for it. It's going to be really weird to not be doing it these next few weeks. Uh, I'm going to have, you know, a little over a month off, which is insane. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to, man, enjoying some some time, you know, uh, with the fam and also just taking care of some different projects, um, moving into a new studio. So these next few weeks are going to be used to build all of that out. Brand new set for the video element of the podcast, which is actually been uh, rolling out on YouTube. It's on the Michael Tura Podcast Network uh, YouTube channel. So you can actually see the video version of the entire show's uh, if you wanted to as, as well. So go check that out. But uh, I'm building out a new set. I have a couple new businesses in the works that I'm, I'm launching during this time off as well. So man, just just really, really exciting, exciting stuff. And of course, you know, pumped for season two. I'm gonna be doing a lot of prepping these next couple of weeks. I'm trying to make this thing bigger, better than than it was here, you know, and uh, and, and just see how we can continue to push these important conversations and how I can continue to bring value to our, our community and and hopefully that generational growth that I'm, I'm so determined to bring to, to our community and our people. So once again, September 27th will be the premiere of season two of Life as a Gringo. If you haven't heard all the episodes yet, please binge them while we are on this little break. Tell a friend, get them to binge it so they are all up on it when we launch season two. I want this to be bigger, better than ever. I want to be able to touch more people's lives with this show and with these concepts and with this message that we're, we're trying to put out there for our community. So please help me out here. I, I always appreciate, you know, everything you guys have, have contributed to this. So any any positive feedback, any reviews, likes, subscriptions, uh, recommendations, all of that just helps grow this this show and, and helps it, uh, you know, I, potentially touch even more lives, which is which is my ultimate goal when it comes to this. So, man, thank you guys. Thank you all so, so damn much. I appreciate you. And uh, if you haven't yet, check out the the last episode I dropped about the greatest year of your life. Um, I, I think, I don't know, it's just one that I'm really proud of, the reflection of this last year. And I tried to give a lot of lessons to, to people of, of, you know, what I took away from this last year and how I made it the best year of my life. So with that said, enough rambling. It's time for me to take this much needed break. I'm going to miss each and every one of y'all. Don't be a stranger at DJ Dramos on Instagram all them socials, TikTok, I'm trying to grow. So please help me out. And, uh, and, and yeah, I want to stay in touch with y'all during this off time. And thank you so, so much. I appreciate you. Drombos.com for that merch. And man, I will catch y'all September 27th for season two of Life as a Gringo. Till then, please stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. 
tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 